0: Do you feel like an imposter? Today, we're not gonna lie.
1: Welcome back to another episode of NGL and today we're here to talk about something that is apparently quite common. Mm. So we're here to talk about imposter syndrome. So I did a little bit of a search in preparation Mm -hmm. for today's shoot right and apparently in Singapore, three in four people have imposter syndrome. Well, I'm not surprised. So Mm -hmm. today, one, two, three, (laughs) four lah right? So apparently (laughs) I'm the one who doesn't have imposter syndrome. That's why you get that chair is it? Yeah, the counsellor chair. Today is Yeah, therapy. she's gonna counsel us. Yeah, we'll see. We'll okay. see how well mm. I do. So what is imposter syndrome, right? Essentially, it is when you don't feel like you match up to other people's expectations or impression of you and your competence. So you feel this at um, most predominantly at work mm. when when perhaps you feel like you are not able to produce the output that people expect you to produce but it can come up in other areas of your life. Mm. So today mm. we're going to hear their stories. So why don't you guys start by introducing yourself? I'm Zell. I think most of
0: you all might know me if you watch the last few episodes of NGL. Um, I'm 35 this year. Wow. Yeah, but <laughs> I would say like um last time when I struggled with imposter syndrome, I was in um the creative industry.
2: Hi, um I'm Silas. I'm 26 this year, so nine years younger than Zell. Uh, wow. And i am also, <laughs> <laughs> I think that had to be had to be said. I'm also in the creative industry.
3: Okay, I'm May Ann, I'm 24 this year, and I'm in the non-profit industry now. yeah.
1: Okay, so why don't you guys tell us like your experience with imposter syndrome?
3: When I was in uni, I remember my first lecture, right, I sat down in the lecture theatre and I was just so confused with what everybody was like talking about. Then it just continued with my other mods. We had one mod where we were talking about uh, about our nation being a unicorn or something like that. <laughs> and I was thinking in the mosque, like, what is, he, what is he even talking about? The only unicorn I know is, like, for My Little Pony, right? Like, how <laughs> come? I know I remember just thinking there and I had to class part. I was like, okay, there's no way, like, I'm faking my way through this. And I just felt like, do I even belong, like, in uni? Yeah. I feel like every morning, right, I wake up and I chose to cosplay as a uni student. It's like, it's <laughs> very difficult. Like, I just couldn't, like, I didn't know what to do. Like <laughs> Yeah, so I think that was when I started feeling like, uh, maybe I don't really belong in uni, Mm. maybe Mm. I'm not really qualified to be in this course. Yeah, mm. so I think that's when it started but then also like after uni and we had to do our internships right so mm. my first ever internship then that's when I felt it I think the, really the strongest so I was working for a family office I was managing like their uh, philanthropy side of stuff la. so mm. I was like giving grants to people into non-profit as an intern, you're as the an one. intern. yeah so the, oh. the team was really small mm. I was thinking like ah, I don't even know how to do it then my boss will let me go for like events by myself meet clients by myself they say they want to introduce me to the minister I'm like what do I even say to a minister like, hi. about
2: Singapore being a unicorn. <laughs> like. unicorn.
3: yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so I remember being like, in, in those moments I was like, I'm really not qualified for this. I'm not qualified to handle this amount of money. I'm not qualified yeah. to speak to these yeah, people. Wow. Yeah, so I remember, wow, it was quite scary for me, quite mm. like mm. anxious when I was there in these moments. Mm. Yeah.
1: yeah, I feel like it comes up especially in first job experiences mm. when like, you're yeah, actually hired to it. do something, but you, yeah. you have no idea what you're doing, yeah. right? Correct. So
2: That's a perfect preamble to my <laughs> Um Yeah, yeah. so um, I felt it, I think a bit in uni also, mm. so much like me, but I think most uh, pronounced it was in my first job, mm. yeah. uh, which mm. is my, my current job. So basically, I um, managed to get this job without sitting for any sort of interview or test. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Direct hire?
2: Yeah, wow. yeah I guess wow. that's how you label it. I was in my second year of uni I was just writing on the site for this uh, online Christian publication. Um then one of the last few articles I wrote before this this CEO of uh, my current company uh read it uh, he apparently read it online and then mm. um he liked what I wrote and mm. he liked the way I wrote and then mm. uh he approached me on he sent one of his directors to approach me on LinkedIn now. Uh. Wow. <laughs> so he the, the first question was like Di- are you the Silas who wrote this article? Oh okay. I was like Confirm scam. <laughs> Confirm scam. Yeah. But uh, I think after a few days, I was like, okay, just give it a chance. So mm. I replied, yeah, 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 that's me, that's me. And then he came back, and he was like, uh, my CEO and I really like what you wrote. and We want to talk to you. Mm. So I, I went to, for that chat. And then when I walked in the room, he only asked me two questions. The first one being, uh, what type of uh, creative work do I like out there? Which was, uh, I think I just pulled something out of my backside. <laughs> la, <his answer. laughs> and then the second question was, when can you start? Was this like, was a CEO. Yeah, then I was like, oh, start, wow. start, start, start what? <laughs> I start. Actually, okay, you, didn't really even like, know.
0: Like, yeah. you didn't even know like what the chat was going to be yeah, about, yeah. right? Yeah, so he didn't oh, didn't wow. say anything.
2: Um. Yeah, and then he was like, when can you start working with us? Then like? I was very taken aback because mm. like, I I mean, I'm quite new to interviews, but I didn't know like this is how they would go. Mm. I don't think and that's now how it know know goes. That's, right? how <laughs> I, that's <laughs> not how they go. Like. I've been for <laughs> other interviews, I know that's not how they go. But um, yeah, so that that was uh the hiring process. So oh. because I like, Entered the company based on like, what he thought of me. That mm. article that yeah, you wrote. Not based on any sort of merit or anything mm. that I had done to impress them. Um, yeah. yeah, I just felt like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be here. This he don't what me. he thought of you? See, basically like the, the way I, I write, right. la, uh, he said there's a lot of like, soul, there's a lot of- uh, uh, Wow,
0: souls, soul, yeah. yeah. Don't say, don't say, don't say. <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> cannot already. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, mm. but, um.
0: So you felt like you would need to fit into this like um
1: impression yeah. that he had about you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was
1: one mm. article.
2: Uh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So like we went to reread the article. Like, what was it, man? Like, I need to so, replicate yeah. it.
1: But you put semicolon instead mm. of full stop. Oh. like, wow <laughs> this guy? poetic <laughs> oh oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. Zaya, what about you. What's um, your experience?
0: Yeah, I think uh just uh I was interested in uh advertising. Miraculously, I. Like, got into an uh, advertising company mm. without any prior internship, right? So, I think from the from the off the bat, I already knew, like, I had to kind of make up for what I didn't have. I remember I was just very uh, prepared to uh, work overtime to just do what it takes. Mm. Yeah, to learn as fast as I could. Then, I don't know mm. why my supervisor, uh, she thought, like, very highly of me. Barely after a month, right, she went on this two-week uh, leave. Like, she mm. took... Uh, holiday. Yeah, so in that two weeks right, I went to meet clients myself, oh after my one gosh. month eh, no. in, in, into the job. So I barely was remembering people's names in yeah, the office. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so there were a few client meetings, I just go there, I'm like, I don't know what's going it's on. very scary like. Yeah, and then like, the clients are paying yeah. money for all mm. these things. So I think there were a lot of late nights or trying to, mm. um, I guess, uh, try to understand the work. Uh, but not really knowing. Going for meetings and like, typing down notes that I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and then going back to the creative team and I, I, I any question that they ask, right, I
1: confirm don't know. Mm. So that, that two weeks was like the scariest part. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious, do you all think imposter syndrome is a first job thing?
2: I do think that because it stems from insecurity. I mean, mm. the that, that whole thing is like when you uh, are somewhat enjoying some benefits or some uh result that you feel is not proportionate to Mm. the effort you put in Mm. like Mm. something too good better than what you felt like you deserve Mm. what what you work for Mm. so I think because it stems from that it doesn't really matter whether it's your first job or your last job before Mm. you die yeah. Yeah, I I agree
0: with Silas I feel that uh, when you are new to something like maybe you take on a, a new role as you get on with the role you gain some experience maybe you go for some training you learn a little bit along the way maybe that that um, imposter-like feelings might drop a, a, a yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah, but I feel right, if you are being credited uh, or known by others for something that is actually not really you, or uh, maybe it's, like You're for silence, sure, it's la. just that what one article, you? right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you, yeah, for keep, the life of you, don't know up, what <laughs> the soul thing, like, what is he trying to, what, what he saw, right? I would think he would spend so much time trying to like, yeah. um, Mm. match up to that, wh- mm. whatever people uh, credit you for. Mm. Especially mm. when you don't really think that you have it.
1: Yeah, so I guess what well, I'm hearing from you is that it, it can be partially circumstantial, right? Where, let's say you're in new environments, it's a new thing that you're doing, mm. you're not very equipped in it, then then those feelings come up. But probably some of it also stems internally. La, yeah. That yeah. is not en- entirely yeah. circumstantial. So mm. like, for you guys, right? Like, what are some of these internal things that kind of drive that feeling?
3: I think for me, right, it was more of... Um, Having like, okay, so inside, right, we learn this thing called like a fixed and a growth mindset. So having a fixed mindset is that we believe that we are born like with certain abilities and those things mm. don't change over time. But mm. growth mindset is like you are born with just, you know, certain skills, but everything can be grown over time. Yeah, but I think because I had that and maybe it's just some things in schools that, you know, like teachers said to me, made fun of some stuff that I wasn't very good at. That kind of internalized that. Okay, I think I'm just good at certain things. I'm not good at certain things. For example? Uh, so like I am... Like not good at Chinese. And no matter and how I I remember, <laughs> no how, no, I, I remember Chinese, right? Because like in primary school, right, I was so bad at Chinese, I had to write like a daily journal to my teacher. So that only I can improve. You? Only me, yeah. Wow. To improve. So oh I was like, it was quite nice, right? Like he helped me la, improve. Hmm. Then at the end of the year, right, he wrote me this card in Chinese. Yeah, he wrote me this card. He laminated it somehow, okay. <laughs> and then he wrote and then he wrote What you say me, in
1: Chinese? What are
2: you receive no. she probably <laughs> she probably didn't i can't say my
3: name yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah then i received it i was like wow you're very nice here, yeah. it's so encouraging then two years later right when i finally could read it right it was a very mean cut it was like and uh, he sh- let me later <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, he wanted I'm you to so remember it and keep it disappointed in you i've never seen anybody so bad at chinese before like his <gasps> <gasps> teacher terrible yeah it's so, okay. <laughs> me i don't remember me his name, her journals were like yeah. <laughs> just Tien Wo Chi what School <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh my God. Yeah so as in things like that so I think it internalized like yeah I'm just like I tried I really try my best to write every day in Chinese but um, I think it kind of oh. internalized that okay I'm yeah, just not, not good mm. yeah I'm just Aiyo, not good okay. like okay. enough with it uh, edit also. so I think because mm. I had that right then um, every time I'm doing something that I know I'm not good at right I just feel like I really really need to work very very hard to like just catch up. I will not excel at it. Mm. But I will just be able to like. Barely like. Scrape past. past. Mm. So because I have like. That mindset. Mm. Then I think that kind of like. Yeah. Internally. I keep thinking like. Oh, they're going to find out that I'm not good at it and they're going to find out Mm. that like naturally I don't have this talent no matter how hard I work I will not be as good as someone who's naturally good at it it's like enough Mm. but I will not excel yeah Yeah. so internally then I feel very very stressed I'm like oh no they're going to like find out they Mm. like hired me for this but actually not very good at it yeah so actually
1: when you're in meetings right whether it's like in group projects in uni or at your internship do you feel like you're always faking it
3: yeah like all the time so you just
1: talking nonsense <laughs> or yeah. like you trying to
3: I'm, I'm trying to talk nonsense right but then I also realised I'm not very good at like talking nonsense oh, so awesome. it's like on the side like last time online lessons and yeah, not too bad la. like <laughs> on the side it's just Google and then the Zoom task right? <laughs> <laughs> everything I'm just Googling yeah. and I like, just reading off like <laughs> oh this one kind of makes sense like let me
2: just read it it's quite oh. crazy how all this started because of that laminated card
3: there was like multiple things la. but that was one that was one thing Yeah. 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 I we
2: yeah. away or go and find him? Yeah,
3: find him I find <laughs> him on LinkedIn <laughs> and like, then give him back the card I can understand it Google now you go Google translate like, yeah. a yeah, message send him
2: I
1: don't know what about your? is it the, the same as like what Mian has just described uh,
2: I would add on to that um, like I think it's a product of like the culture that we grew up in I think the, mm. the learning and working environment that we've grown up in mm. I mean, I'm not trying to get political but we operate on meritocratic yeah, yeah, values yeah. right so yeah. what that means is if you put in this x amount of effort you will Mm -hmm. get an x amount of reward or Mm -hmm. payoff Mm -hmm. and then if there is a mismatch in that right then it triggers either feelings of unfairness so typically that happens when like you feel like you put in a lot of effort but then Mm -hmm. your payoff is very little Mm -hmm. then you feel like oh this is unfair Mm -hmm. then you get very upset with the universe or whatever Uh, on the other hand if you put in uh, not a lot of effort Mm -hmm. but then you get a payoff that is disproportionately higher then you start to feel like Maybe I don't deserve mm-hmm. to be here, Yeah. Hey,
1: but some people will feel different. Yeah, they'll feel like, "Wow, shi- like, I'm the shit, man. doing effort yeah. maximum results. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Oh,
1: okay. I'm so like
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that. Must whole. be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> must be nice being you.
1: Or like you just take as like, "Wow, that's my talent. <laughs> but stylists, you don't
0: feel. No, like I, that I think
2: it's it depends on the circumstance, uh. lah. Right, mm-hmm. some some situations that might not be the case. I think yeah, maybe it's a maybe coincidence. Maybe sometimes it's like okay. luck okay. and yeah. you attribute it to like- It's like
0: timing In terms of you, your situation was the article. Like it could be a good timing thing. <laughs> we should yeah. have a counter. Just How many times happened. you mentioned <laughs> that one article? <laughs> yeah. you, you felt that it was not so much of natural talent. So
2: first few months, Between I you. think like, I mean, I just felt like uh, a fraud la. I see in the meetings and like, I feel the pressure to say something smart. Mm. Constantly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because, people expect that of you. Like, even if they're not, they're not saying it, like, I, someone will look at me mm. and then I'll be like, oh no, you want me to say something smart. Mm. You want, want me to just like blow you away or something. Mm. Oh my God. So like, like I think to compensate for that, I would go and do a lot of research. Yeah. So to make sure that at least I know something, bring something to the table, bring something to meetings things that mm. would be of value to people.
0: So have you ever failed before and you know sort of got found out and mm. how did people respond to it?
3: Mm. So during my internship, I was supposed to help my boss do up her slides. So she's going to present to our like our big boss, like our CEO. So she told me, when she assigned me this piece of work, she was telling me like, be very, very careful with the numbers. be Because the boss, right, he's super particular about numbers. So I remember I spent quite some time, I spent a full day, right, just trying to like, do up the slides, make it pretty, make it nice. Then, for only one hour, right, before the presentation, my boss emailed me to tell me that, hey, you used the completely wrong data set. So everything inside was wrong. The oh graph God. was wrong, and uh, so... I was when I saw it right, and stopped. It, it stopped. But <laughs> like also <laughs> like, no, <laughs> <stopped laughs> <like, laughs> <laughs> and the um, thing was like because. It was in a different time zone, right? So, I didn't see the email. You couldn't help her. I couldn't help her. I oh, was asleep. Shucks. Yeah. Oh so, it's only in the morning when I woke up, right? Four hours past the <laughs> presentation already, I saw. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness. I was so, so like, I felt so, so bad. You know, I'm just like, looking at this email, wondering, oh my goodness, how she's going to fire me or something. Mm. <laughs> she's going to start looking for a new intern. <laughs> like right now, I kept thinking like, um, you know, she's thinking bad about me. Mm she probably like harbors some like bad thoughts yeah. she doesn't want to assign me any work anymore yeah And I was super, like, stressed for the rest of the next two weeks because I felt like I was, like, strike one. I Mm. cannot make any other mistakes, like, during Mm. this um, this time. So, it led to even more late nights because I was, like, checking everything. Yeah, I know I was super hard on myself. I was thinking, like, oh, no, like, (sighs) such a simple task. I can't even do it. Am I even fit to be a worker? Like, yeah, (laughs) it it went quite Mm. (laughs) very fast also. So, I think for me, that's when I found out, okay, actually... Make mistakes. People do get upset in in those moments. But actually after some time, they will will probably just move on as well. Yeah. Mm. At least that's from my experience and my boss. So from that, um,
0: what you took away was uh, failure is, I mean failure sucks, right? Yeah. But it's not the end, is it?
3: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Can learn from it and then growth oh that's
1: where the growth mindset
0: yes, comes
3: into
1: correct. play yeah. I have a question okay and, and I guess that's my role here today right? like for example you said your article when you wrote it one more counter <laughs> like when you wrote it you weren't writing it to be discovered or as an interview so isn't that actually a good thing that somebody saw it and he saw what you authentically put in without any agenda why is that not like an affirmation of your ability you know why did that make you feel like wow yeah. I, I can't do it
2: no, I, th- I think for sure, it was, I saw it as a good thing la, mm. when, it, when it first happened. It was yeah. something that was like, oh, this is like a blessing that has dropped into my lap. Yeah. right um But I think, the that, I guess the imposter syndrome, or those feelings started as I dive deeper into the work la, and, then and you start realize to realize, you... that, hey, actually, I don't know if I can do this or mm. I, can, I don't think I can live up to that standard that okay. was expected of me. I started to put pressure on myself, started thinking that people were putting pressure on me too. Mm. Uh, I think for me, like the whole thing about um, feeling that that pressure to live mm. up to that standard. I think really Christian dude, when I was put on a project with him, like yeah. to work directly with him. Mm. So then the whole project started by him sending me an email about the, the brief and everything. He was like, I want to see what you can do now. Then he was like, "Uh, there will I be no guidance. Me. You just go and do. Oh God, this I'm was like, how
1: many months into work?
2: <sighs> it's like two months. Oh, sh- okay, two months. Yeah. And then I'm like, <sighs> like shivering, like quaking in front <laughs> yeah. of my laptop as I I read the email. Um, yeah. So I think for me up to that point, the approach was to, um, like I said, compensate mm. for the lack of, of skill or lack of experience, mm. uh, by by, uh, making sure that I do my due diligence. I make sure I read up on everything, um, and to be whatever." I needed to be for whoever needed mm. whatever la. like if you want me to dance for you I will dance for you <laughs> you. you need me go and read uh, go do the research do the dirty work uh, go and talk to people I will do it mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but up to that point it was all guided it was all based on a uh, specific instruction yeah. given to me la. but because, this was like
0: open yeah brief.
2: no the brief was there but it's like you go and figure it out so I spent like I think good, like two days and two nights working on it. Mm. This wow. was during my part-time stint with them. Wow. Uh, wow. Um, wow. Yeah, so I, did, I didn't go to class. Produced, in my opinion, something that I was quite proud of. Yeah. Mm. I sent it to him and then uh, like, I think that, that you know, that waiting time between when you send your boss something and then when your boss gets back to you, it's like, yeah. Yeah. you cannot do anything. Mm. Like wow. uh, I just want to go to his house and ask him, please read it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please read it now and tell me what you think. And <laughs> no, tell me and tell me that it's good work. Don't tell me what you think, this. Yeah. So um, he came back like actually like five to ten minutes later. With, oh, like oh, like awesome. a, a very quick email and it's like one sentence. I remember like the meeting. I was like, this has no soul. Full stop. And uh, so so like it started off with him saying I have soul yeah. and then this having no soul. The thing about uh, that being the
3: criteria the he, of, of Yeah. The ju- very ju- thing he they hired hun- you for. so
2: like. But it's so like oh. unquantifiable. Yeah. It's so, like, you can't really yeah. qualify it, right? Like I, it's not like I can go and look at like my heart. <laughs> and, like at some level, like, oh today how my soul <laughs> levels are like, <laughs> a bit low. very I was a bit <laughs> low. Yeah. So um it was very difficult. Because oh, no. the instructions were vague and then the yeah. feedback was also just as vague, if yeah. not even more vague.
3: You don't <laughs> know
0: how to feel after that, right?
2: Yeah. Oh I know how I felt, lah. <laughs> your soul left your body. Yeah, yeah. So at that point I know for sure.
0: <laughs> I know low. soul. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs> Yeah, how, like, how do you feel? I was quite you? shattered la, mm. to be honest. Mm. Like, it felt very, very, mm. I felt quite low because mm. like the very thing that he had supposedly hired me for was the thing that I am now in missing. Yeah. Oh, wow. So at least I was clear on that, la, that mm. like, I'm not living up to that standard. Mm. Yeah, I'm not performing up to the level in which he expected me to. Mm. Yeah, And like the email thread, there were more than just me and him. La. So I think that, that didn't help either. Yeah. Oh my. So now I know like these yeah. five people in the thread also think the same way. Okay. Yeah. Aww. So it confirmed for me that I'm not ready, lah. Like, mm. I'm not good enough. Yeah. So um yeah, so that was quite shattering for my my self confidence and self esteem. I, I went back and looked at the I keep reading that email like that one line. At least it was you this laminated has it, no soul. Laminated not, it in like, your head. You have yeah. no soul.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was gonna say, true. True. Actually, it's not
2: criticism. that you have yeah. no
0: soul, yeah. but you took it as you
2: have yeah. no soul. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so I, I think the the wider mm. point is like, mm. when it comes to imposter syndrome, we are extremely sensitive to like criticism lah, because we build our identities around uh, what other people say. So yeah. it's criticism and affirmation. But especially for criticism, when somebody critiques a piece of work, you take it as an extension of yourself, mm. as an extension right. of your value to that person mm. or to the company. And then when it's criticism, then it feels personal. Like. Yep. So like when he says, this has no soul, that I feel like you have no soul, you suck. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. But obviously that's not what I Yeah,
1: I'm wondering for you guys now that like, mm, okay, because like for you, it came up in uni and, mm. and now you're quite a bit beyond that already, right? And for Silas in your first few months at work, like how is it now, you know, along the way, like were there things that you guys realized, learned as you thought about it a bit more?
3: I, th- I think for me, like the big thing that kind of helped me deal with the this imposter syndrome was figuring out this fix and growth mindset. Mm. Like, I keep thinking like the, the world is just already fixed, like your competency level is fixed. Yeah, mm. so I think when I realised that, that, hey, actually I have that, right? Then I was like, okay, actually can change. Actually a lot of things in life, you can work hard at it and you can grow. Maybe it's a bit slower than mm. others. But you can grow at it also. Yeah. So I think having that helped me to one, take myself a lot less seriously. Like, I always fear that like I'll disappoint people. If they find out that I'm not good enough or they find out that they like hired the wrong person, mm. I'm afraid that they will view me very differently, uh that they will like regret hiring me, mm. I don't know, or something mm. like that. Yeah. yeah. So I took myself very, very seriously. Every mistake I make, like, right, I like wow, I like really condemn myself very, very mm. hard. Yeah. But every time like, I did something, right then or they praise me for something then I feel like well okay managed to fool them once again like yeah (sighs) they didn't yeah and it doesn't really help to build your confidence yeah it doesn't it doesn't make me feel like oh actually I can do it yeah so but Mm. I think once I realized that okay um there's there's a growth mindset I can grow as much as I part and a part of the growth is making mistakes also, so mm. yeah so I think once mm. I realized that then slowly I realized okay actually maybe at the beginning I will feel like an imposter right but after some time when you really practice and you put in enough hard work or you don't like dwell so much on just feeling like oh, I'm not good enough I'm so insecure I can't do this but you actually channel some of that like energy I guess to actually doing something and um, trying your best to be better at it um, allow people's like affirmations even like to take a bit more weight in your life and not just like quickly like like pass it off mm. as like oh it's just luck or it's just coincidence yeah then I realized that kind of helped to slowly build some of that confidence so once in a while now I still feel it I think as long as you go to a new position a new place you're doing a new JD a new a new yeah. project right you will mm. feel a bit of it. it's like because I it's something new yeah but when you realize okay I'm, I'm just new and I'm just going to try it so do you guys think that you will ever overcome imposter syndrome?
2: I, I think I speak for insecure people la. Yeah, and, and I will admit that I, I grew up very very insecure I think because like, like what is it of the environment that I grew up in mm. um, so I, I grew up in schools and uh, mm. CCAs where excellence was almost always expected la. I think it's a very like Singaporean thing la. Like, mm. if you're not performing up to a certain standard then you are like of little value to the place you're in, uh. mm. um, so I remember having like teachers uh, always like calling out students who are performing badly. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm,
2: um, a bit like your Chinese teacher. But there were no cards, like at least give oh. you a card. Uh, <laughs> at least eh? <laughs> yeah. But I remember like in JC for example, like uh, I was one of three students who had failed, like uh, What's the J1 exam? Promos. The way my teacher told me about it was mm. really quite savage, lah. So like she asked me to guess my <laughs> results. Wow, then you know if you fail JC papers, it's yeah. either S or U. You. Right? So yeah, she asked me to guess, and I say, uh S la. Then she, no, you, then give me my paper.
1: <laughs> she said that. Why it that tone What?
2: No, because like she's some auntie la. <laughs> No, no, like, she not she, a before that, anymore. she was giving out like, cookies to people who did well. Wow, oh, and then she was like, those who failed, like, like come and see. No cookie for you. Yeah. Yeah. I should give brownie la to, like, encourage la, But like, wow. I didn't really feel very encouraged. <laughs> no
1: man. <laughs> that tone, my goodness.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so you rather
1: get that or the laminated card yeah. that tell you you are them? At bad. least you got brownie.
2: Eh? Brownie plus a uh, guessing game. <laughs> yeah like so instances like that let like, it just perpetuates oh, that whole like yeah. oh my entire value is based on what people think of me when you enter an environment where affirmation is hard to come by for example or if mm. criticism is very easy to come by then your entire self-identity is yeah. on shifting sand yeah. yeah.
1: and that also mm. becomes the way you, you talk to yeah, yourself more. exactly yeah. Yeah. so then
2: my coping mechanism is i become self-critical mm. i'm the first person to like criticize myself yeah mm. like this is not good enough this has no soul, mm. like, you mm. could better I do something no like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think because of that, like the way I'm wired, uh, could potentially make it harder for me to- Receive. Um, Receive. Yeah, and to deal with this whole issue mm. of like, imposter syndrome, uh. mm. but I, I think for me at least, uh, it's learning how to cope with it. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I, I won't say that I can completely eradicate it, I won't com- say that I can completely like, rid myself of these feelings. But then when these feelings come, like, how do I then cope with them? Mm-hmm. I think there is a healthy process that I can go through. Um, and, and like what I said, la, like focusing on your strengths and learning how to hone them. Um, but then also being quite aware of your weaknesses by being very discerning uh, about the criticism you receive. Mm. So like not to take it as a personal attack, but to take it as within that criticism, there is a, at the very least a germ of a thought that can help you improve.
0: Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you will look I for did. that. Uh,
2: yeah, it's a very painful process. I yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah. I think it, it, yeah, it needs a lot of courage because sometimes if you can't find it yourself, then you have to have a conversation with that person that gave you that yeah. feedback to try mm-hmm. to uh, dig it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, it requires a level of courage mm-hmm. to do that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very good. good
1: yeah, you? <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't I accept can this. <laughs> but you say bad things now here. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're laughing.
3: <laughs> Yeah. But, but I agree, also. I don't think I can completely like eradicate it, like never feel it again. Mm-hmm. I also realized that in my life, I will always feel like an imposter in some way or another. And that's also a sign of growth. If as long as I'm put in a new place to grow, if I go to a new job, I mm-hmm. might start feeling it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess shifting a perspective rather than feeling like I just yeah, I just need to match up before I am being found out. Instead of seeing it's like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to grow and to learn new things and to become better where I'm at. Then I think in some way, that helps me to kind of overcome it. So I don't just keep going in thinking I'm an imposter. I'm just new and I'm just inexperienced and I'm here mm. to learn something. Yeah. And I also agree about a lot about, um I guess, uh, being very aware of the thoughts that you have how critical I may be to myself also and allowing myself to kind of uh, know at what point I am being overly critical mm. yeah there has to be some sort of like awareness and humility if not you think like I'm actually very good but you, you're not and you have to mm. grow yeah so I think having some time to process some of these thoughts that you have rather than just let it run wild or even mm-hmm. processing it with someone, yeah. I realise it helps a lot. Because those people who know you, they can call you out when you're not doing well, but they also will build you up because they also know that you are not just um these mistakes that you make. you're making. You're not just uh, being you're not just inexperienced. Yeah. Like Which I guess yeah. is
1: very helpful with overthinking. Because it mm-hmm. I, I find it very hard mm-hmm. if you're an overthinker to <laughs> identify like okay this point onwards yeah I'm true. overthinking mm. like it's not always so clear. Yeah, yeah. it
3: is. So talking having someone up, help, talking help you help a lot, lot helps. Mm. Yeah. Correct. Mm.
1: Mm. Wow. Mm. I think we covered quite a bit about imposter syndrome today. Thanks mm. for sharing your stories with us. We hope you find that Chinese teacher and can explain your life in Chinese
3: to him today. <laughs> I don't wow. think wow. I can still <laughs> <see you now. laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, okay. But yeah thank you for sharing your stories. I think it, it took quite a bit la to share something so personal as well as recounting some of these stories of what you would call failure I Mm. guess but to our listeners as well I hope that as you listen to this you do know that the feelings that you have are not unique the feelings that you have are other people resonate with them as well and in their journey they have found some way to move forward with it even though there may be a tendency to feeling this at times. So mm-hmm. yeah, I hope that on your journey, you also find these people who can support you and come alongside you as you figure this part of your life out as well. Mm-hmm. So thank you yep. for joining us for today's episode. We will see you in our next episode again and drop us comments in our comment section in our DMs as to the topics that you would like to hear us talk about. So as usual, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ngl.people. You can join our Telegram channel and you can watch our episodes on YouTube, Spotify, as well Apple podcast till the next episode bye bye,
2: bye. bye. bye.